Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, I thought I would start by just explaining, and you may have noticed, but for the moment, the podcast is going to turn into a fortnightly one instead of a weekly one. Uh, Just for now, just for a little bit, as I have other things to work with, but also want to make sure that I'm giving adequate time to give and record quality episodes for you. So here's your next episode. Today, it's been on my mind for the last fortnight in particular, I really want to talk about what it means to be coachable and why it is so important. Because as a coach myself, and as someone who has received quite intensive coaching as well. And I've invested quite a lot financially, energetically, time into being coached that I thought it was sort of a glaringly obvious topic to talk about, but one that I haven't yet spoken about. And I think that was a blind spot for me in the sense of I kind of just assumed that this is, you know, how, how you do things or how everyone does things and, and the way, the way that it is, but it's really something that I, in reflection, realized that you kind of have to step intentionally into whether you realize it or not. And that sounds like a bit of an oxymoron, but it has to be intentional in receiving it or in asking for it, whether you realize that that is being coachable or not. Um, and by coachable, just to give you an understanding of what that might mean or what that does mean, it's, it's basically someone who's willing to listen to advice and to make change or consider change that is necessary for their own growth or to help them succeed, uh, usually in a particular area or in a particular way. So it's like going to a personal trainer or someone who deals with strength and conditioning for your body and getting that one-on-one advice from, from them for your body, right? So that would be a version of, and then follow, not just getting the advice rather, following through on it or implementing what they suggest or having the conversation if you you know, if something doesn't feel right for you, because this is also a really key part of coaching that I'll cover is being discerning, but talking about it and taking the steps based on that advice, based on that change, based on that desire of where you want to go. So that's one example. Another example is is how you might learn to 
change your or adjust or expand or grow your communication style. So if you've listened to me before, you know that that's, <laughs> that's my bread and butter. That's my area of expertise is how do we communicate and not about it being perfect, but learning that maybe there is a better way to communicate with other people because they receive it differently. So taking on advice or being willing to change or not shying away from change makes you coachable. And there are an infinite number of examples that I could continue going on with. So it could be how you grow, how you're willing to learn. But basically I, I, I summarize it as to being willing to do or be or learn something differently or being willing to learn something differently so that you do or be something differently that contributes towards your success in a particular area or helps you take your steps along that path to success or to where you want to be. It's the whole thing around if we don't do anything to help ourselves, if we don't do anything to change, if we just sort of stay in our same lot in life, that's always going to be our lot in life. And I've seen people struggle with this a lot. I have struggled with this a lot in other times as well, where I'm like, oh, I just feel like this is it. And for me, it's never quite landed to just stay where I am. It's never been the way that my mind has worked once I realize, and sometimes there's an unconscious thing in this. So be, you know, less, a little less self-critical and just be aware of that as well, because sometimes we may be unconscious to where we feel stuck or, or where we, you know, are sort of stuck in the mud in. But as soon as you realize that, that's where you need to be willing to do something different. Um, it reminds me of the saying, you know, God helps those who help themselves. And it's, and it's really that it's going, once we recognize something is not lining up or that we have a gap of information and we could be doing something differently or we could know something differently or we could learn something differently, what do you do about it? And how you answer that question pretty much generally determines whether you are coachable or not. So I've seen business owners be stuck in this where they might coach other people, but in, in their own way, not even necessarily in specific coaching industry, but in their own way as part of their education process for their expertise. But they are so not coachable because they're so stuck in it being their own ways and they're so they're so focused on almost like on reinventing the wheel that they forget to learn something new for themselves they forget that they may have a gap in their awareness before i go on because i felt it come up <laughs> it's not to say that you are always wrong and that someone else is going to tell you something that is the only way that you can learn is the only way that you can move forward. Right. Because often we lead ourselves through that, but that's also being coachable because you're leading yourself through 
this change, this awareness. So it's not saying that the answers are always outside of you. Absolutely not. But it is saying that coaches or being, it's not even about coaches. This is about being coachable and a willingness to learn and a willingness to grow. You could also bring it down to a growth mindset. If you're stuck and you're just kind of suffering and you're, you know, in your own little world and your own issues and things that are going on and you just feel really unhappy, obviously there are a lot of layers that are going to be involved in what you do to navigate that because that will play a role too. All of your stories or any trauma that might be involved or even if it's not trauma, any experiences will you know, you want to make sure it's a safe space for you, that you're not just throwing yourself in the deep end without guidance. However, it is really useful to notice that where you shy away from things that are just uncomfortable or inconvenient and where that impacts your willingness to hear something new. If I could summarize it down to that, that's where I would, that's where I would summarize it to. Where does your unwillingness to look at what's uncomfortable and, or inconvenient or to be in what's uncomfortable or inconvenient impact your willingness to do anything about it? And we can be coachable in different ways too. We can have moments where we're coachable and moments where we're not. So it's not, you know, a blanket statement of I'm not coachable. I am coachable. You can be coachable in different areas. And being coachable also leans into who you're willing to be coached to, to learn from, whether it's yourself or someone else. But the reason I wanted to bring this up as an important topic is based on my own experience in, in, in receiving coaching as I mentioned, yes, we know I am a coach. We know this. This isn't me trying to sway you to this particular area so that way you're more willing to buy a coaching program, right? But this is really about how do you approach your quality of life or how do you approach your life so that you have a quality of life? And often being coachable will play a role in that. And it's a really important trait if you want to be successful. So, of course, first you have to define your own version of success. But this version of continued success for you requires being open to learn, being open to hearing from others, you know, acknowledging un- uncomfortable things um, working hard, not hustling, but dedicating maybe time, maybe energy, maybe effort, maybe finances, but to that change. And I've said this many, 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 many times, even long before I was a coach, that we as human beings cannot possibly know all of the answers all on all on our own we cannot possibly know and learn everything all on our own because while it is important to stay connected to your inner wisdom to your inner knowing 
there are going to be things, even just practical things about life that someone else will have a zone of genius in, right? Or someone else will have another perspective in that helps give us our own perspective. So this is where discerning is really, really important because it's not giving your power over to someone else. And I, and I wonder if sometimes you can see this, you know, whether it's your therapist or whether it's a coach that a codependency kind of comes in where there's so much reliance on that other person that actually doesn't really serve you either. Um, but you can create really valuable long-term relationships in here too. And then they're going to, are going to be relationships that are more for a singular purpose and that's okay as well. But it's not about giving your power over to anyone else and saying, I can't do this without them. Or I can, maybe more differently, I can never do this without them. I have to always have them around because that's a watch out for codependency here. But discerning where there is valuable input and what you do with that input. So you discern what is valuable, what is useful. If someone says something that doesn't quite work, this is where you talk it out. This is part of being coachable, not just taking it on and doing nothing, asking to understand, which is a big part that we often miss. In Sometimes we don't ask to understand. Sometimes we either hear it and take it on completely, even ignoring where it might not resonate, or we hear it and reject it completely. And we never really know until we ask to understand. And then this is how, this is part of being coachable. This is how you start to learn your own wisdom. You start to build up your own ability because you're learning by being coached and by asking and by continuing that learning process, you're building up your own ability to make a decision, for example, or to decide more in the moment. So I guess in relationship coaching, an example might be is you're building up your ability to have healthier relationships, but you can't have healthy relationships if you are only relying on your coach to give you the answers when something comes up in a conversation with, you know, the person that you're trying to have a healthy relationship with personal, intimate, familial, either way. So this is a really key point in being coachable is being willing to have answers or information reflected back to you, be willing to have viewpoints or perspectives reflected back to you, but not just to receive the information and do what someone says, but to learn and understand why so that you grow in the process. So it's, you know, it's allowing yourself to being open to asking for and receiving feedback as well as information, because sometimes, you know, I have coaches that I'm working with right now that are helping me with my messaging because I get so caught up in my words. I know what I'm about in my business. I understand what I'm about in my business, but sometimes and this is an area of growth for me because sometimes 
I just get so caught up in the running of a business and and being a COO elsewhere and doing all of the things, even the back office things that I forget about how to just be clear to, you know, to my people, to my audience that, hey, this is what I can help you with. So in a way, they are giving me the information, but I'm also learning because it's being open to asking for and receiving that feedback or learning or information but it's what you do with it. It's how you look inward at how you can move forward in a growth way, how you can move forward with that new information or with that feedback or with that insight that someone else who has other areas of expertise and experience has given you. And then you grow in your own flavor, in your own way from there. This is really important. It's not a cookie cutter thing. And this is why I bring in discernment as well as the importance of hearing differing perspectives, because some people will try to make that black and white. Some people will try to make that, well, am I being discerning and still making my own decision? Or am I taking on board what they say to do? It is not. (laughs) It is so much more than that. It is both. Because that is true coachability, is hearing something, learning, taking on information that you didn't have before, taking on perspectives you didn't have before, taking on ways of doing things, maybe efficient ways of doing things that you didn't have before. And then what do you do with it? And I'm not even saying invest big bucks into it, though it is always an investment, I promise always is if it's done intentionally Um, because there's no one size fits all. So when I share, and I've shared this before, but when I share that I have invested now, it would be well over, not well over, but it would be at least just over, it would be into the six figure mark Australian dollars of what I've invested in my own coaching to receive coaching in the last let's say three years, that's a lot of money. That's a sizable house deposit. That's a brand new car and a half. However, that has been what has worked really, really well for me in what my intentions were for it. So that includes business coaching. That includes personal coaching for my own growth and my own sense of connection, which serves my business. So it's all, it's all tied up. That includes a couple, I think that includes it. That doesn't even include a couple of qualifications. Actually, I think when I calculated it, it was just about the coaching, but it's, that includes really intense, like one-on-one mentoring that I've received because I wanted to grow. I wanted to expand. I wanted, I, I knew there was more for, for how I could show up. I knew that it would help develop me so that that feeds directly into how I serve my clients, how I help my own people that come to me. So an investment in me and any investments I make in me are an investment in you in anyone I work with because of that. So it depends on your area, of course, of what resonates. 
like I said, I am not saying go and make six figure investments in yourself over the course of a few years, unless you want to. But also look at where even smaller investments in yourself can change the trajectory of your life and get you feeling unstuck and get you moving even over the course of 90 days. Because even that is powerful, especially when it's honed in and focused. But when it's habit building, not when it's like a, a 10 day challenge that doesn't, that gives you information, but doesn't give you time to instill habits. But when it's really grounded in. Because this is, these are opportunities. They're not, and sometimes people shy away from receiving feedback or coaching because they take things personally or they receive it as a criticism. So yeah, you've got to be willing to hear it. Even if not, you're, even if you're not ready, you've got to be willing to hear it. But that's why you choose to invest in people that resonate with you as well. The coaches I'm working with right now, they, they're a couple and they literally, they ask in the intake form, they're like, what level of feedback do you want? Do you want like 10 super, super direct or do you need a bit of softness in it? And they ask, which I really appreciate. I'm, I started about an eight because I like direct, but also I, I, <laughs> I'm a sensitive girl. <laughs> so, you know, I want the directness because that's what I'm paying them for. And that's what I'm choosing to do because that's what I need. But I said, you know, give me an eight just so it's, you know, still so I still know that I'm not in trouble. So it is this whole thing that you get to choose and you get to have this conversation about your needs. And that is part of what you learn and how you grow is learning to have conversations about your needs in these moments too. So being coachable, look at where you might not be. If you are listening to this, there's probably a chance that you're at least a little bit coachable, right? Because you're listening to this. Unless you're listening to this just because you love me and care about me and want to support me, which is amazing. And I so appreciate you. <laughs> but if you're listening to this, there is a good chance that you're at least coachable. At least a little bit. At the very least, I'd say probably a bit more than that. If you find that you don't really listen, you won't hear this anyway, but if you find that you don't really listen to anything like personal development-y and, and growth-y, like podcasts like this, but you sort of maybe dissociate or tune out just purely with TV, and look, there's nothing wrong with intentionally doing that, but if you find that that's all you do, then there is a, a chance that something may be going on that is sort of blocking, may, maybe stopping your willingness to, to learn something new in that moment. So check in where you're at right now. If you are usually very coachable and you're having a pause to integrate, that's different too. That's important too, right? So it's, it's, it's just always about checking in where you're at and what, are you getting in the way of in yourself that 
stops that. And if that is, you know, not being able to be told anything, if that is knowing that there are people around you that you could go to for advice rather than needing to figure every out, everything out on your own. If there are people around you that you could go to advice or that give advice just by their way of being, but you almost stubbornly do the opposite just because you, you don't want to be told what to do. Just check in on that. Check in with discernment, make sure it's for you anyway, because there's no blanket here. There's no blanket statement here, but make sure it's for you anyway. And just make sure that you are working at the very least working on a willingness to grow and learn, or that's where you will feel stuck in perpetuity. So this felt like a really useful conversation and really robust. There's a lot of information in there for you. Um, I hope it's useful. Please let me know what you have, what insights you have. Please feel free to reach out. Um, As I said, this is useful information in itself. However, if you've listened to this and you resonate with how how I share and, and what I'm about, I do have 90 day clarity impact, clarity to impact coaching programs available, one-on-one coaching for 90 days that helps you get unstuck and start living a life that you love. I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. Please feel free to reach out. You can email info at j-lee.com.au and Lee is L-E-I-G-H. There's a plane going over, you might hear it. So please feel free to reach out and I will see you next fortnight. Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.